Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to another special Christmas edition of the Rediscover the 80s podcast. I am your host, Jason Gross, and joining me tonight is my co-host for the Memory Jogger podcast, my partner in crime and the cousin Eddie to my Clark Griswold, Wyatt Bloom. How are you, sir? Doing good, dude. Just just, <laughs> just hanging out and chilling, you know, and making you a little jealous here right now about now. Oh, look at that. He's got the birch beer in hand. You could be drinking that out by the street as you're emptying the uh, pooper. That's right. <laughs> Just as long as I'm not in a van down by the river. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to you, sir. How are the uh, holidays treating you so far this year? Merry Christmas to you. We're hustling and bustling and, and everything in between. Uh, <laughs> you got all your shopping done? Yeah, we got most, if not all, the shopping done. I just yeah. now got to do something for the wife. <laughs> I might be in trouble with this one. Well, you got a few days left. You I do a few have days a few left. days left. Somehow make a miracle happen. Well, tonight we are journeying again through another Christmas catalog, and we will be uh, shopping till we drop, we'll say. (laughs) Uh, Going on a a little shopping spree. This time, we're going to dive into the 1984 Montgomery Ward Christmas catalog. And we'll be picking various items like we've done uh, once before when I was uh, with Chad. Hope you enjoyed that show. And uh, we'll be picking these items, and uh, we're going to put them in our collection. Uh, Stuff that we would want to have today, or even maybe I'd as a kid as well. Um, If you're watching us over on YouTube, we're going to do some screen sharing. Pages from the catalog, and uh, showing off our items that we've chosen. And uh, a big thanks once again to wishbookweb.com for uh, posting the uh, scans of the catalog tonight. And uh, before we get into the list and what we'll be choosing, I just want to throw a quick icebreaker over to you, Wyatt, and that is simply, what are your memories of getting these Christmas catalogs in the mail and going through them as a kid? Oh, that was like, just like an inch shy of getting your Christmas. I mean, you just salivate over, oh man, I got to see this and this and this, and just circling and earmarking everything that i wanted which was like 90 percent of the toys and whatever else <laughs> uh, but i remember like carefully looking it over uh going back over because my dad said you can't have everything so you know make sure you pick something you really want <laughs> of course the list didn't really dwindle all that much but you know but yeah it was it was just the whole fun of seeing a catalog and my son actually kind of got the same spark as it were when target sent out their little Christmas catalog here about a month ago. Mm-hmm. So he had the same spark. He's gone through it. He had it for about three days. I'm like, right <laughs> on. Yeah, we were a little bummed because I remember getting uh, the Toys R Us catalog uh, uh, last several years. And I'm like, oh, we're not going to get the, the Toys R Us catalog this year. And we did. We got the Target one, too, and and also one from Walmart. That was, uh, it was, I don't know, maybe... 50 pages, something like that, you know, pales in comparison to (laughs) the uh, phone book that we used to get, you know, as, as these Christmas catalogs went, but yeah, there's still that little, little spark that we can get into them for uh, Christmas coming and eyeing some items that they want to ask Santa for this year. So that's cool that 
that tradition can somewhat be passed along. Right. And like I said, that was fun. I, I, I was almost in my head. I almost swooped it up myself and started going, oh, what, what I want. Oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not eight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can guarantee there is plenty of things in this catalog that you would have wanted as a kid. Because uh, well, I problem was where I went through this list and I kept saying stuff I I actually got out oh. of it. like oh I had that I had this I had that like, I had a oh. couple of those moments as well so yeah so that's it's it's kind of a weird thing going through these now and you're like well should I get something that I never had or should I go back and get something that I really had for real and mm. want to get again you know so it's a uh, that's why it's kind of interesting when you're going back through these, but we've got uh, a list of items here and I did ax one of those items off the list. Why? I don't know if you saw or not, but there's only like six pages of Christmas stuff in this catalog. So I just went ahead and removed the Christmas item from the list. You know, what's sad is I actually saw your, how you scaled this uh-huh. only a few moments ago. I just went on the wish list and just went boom, 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 boom. Then I saw you kept it, like settle down to like one, one of these items. I'm like, oh crap! Now I gotta. Pick <laughs> well, it you out. can if you've got a a bunch listed, you can kind of choose which one you want. But I'm gonna we're to gonna because I have too much of a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've got uh, several items here. What we're going to be choosing tonight is one clothing item, one bedroom item, like a sleeping bag, a play tent, sheets. We're going to dip into the electronics this time, uh, VCR, TV, stereo, something like that. We're going to dip into the jewelry again, a necklace, a ring, a watch. Uh, we're also going to do something new this time, like an outdoor or recreational item, like a, a bike, a swing set, even like a pool table or something like that. We're going to find uh, one of those type items to uh, take home. And then we're going to dip into the toys and uh, close to what we did in the previous show, but a little uh, extra item here. We're going to do two items in like the action figures and play sets category. There's a bunch in this catalog too. Uh, We're going to do one board game or tabletop game, one electronic or handheld game. We're going to do one video game system or computer system. There's a bunch of computers in this one. And then also another game or accessory on top of that system. And then we're going to pick a slot car or a train set. Because there was a ton of those in there. And I always wanted... I never had either of those growing up. But um, I thought we'd throw that one in there for this podcast. And then we're going to do, like we did last time, two other random items from the entire book. And... uh, I've also got down here maybe some other wow moments as we were flipping through there. Like like you said, something that you sparked. Hey, I had that. I did that a couple times in this catalog. And there's also a, a couple items that I was like, whoa, I don't remember that at all. And that is crazy. <laughs> so uh, we'll go ahead and get started. I'm going to let you go first and pick uh, what clothing item do you want to pull from the catalog? Well, I actually looking again because I'm hoping I missed, I like missed it, but I haven't seen it yet. And uh, so I'll go with like a, I was hoping for the Night Rider because Night Rider seemed to be a big theme here, but I don't oh, see yeah. it. I'm going to go with the uh, A-Team PJs, although they probably wouldn't fit me anymore. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I love the old A-Team, not just the Mr. T, but the 
one A team that's like a mostly just the logo. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. Where it is? Screen share. So here. Oh, oh yeah. We're at the van, kind of. I won't say jumping, but kind of looking like it's jumping. Yep. I saw those in there. I was trying to read actually what it was saying underneath the the logo. It says something about action, jumping to action. Ready for action. Ready for action. That's right. Yeah. Mr. T wants you. <laughs> that was a, that's a great one, too. I'd like to have that on a T-shirt right now. <laughs> but yeah, I was looking through there, too, like the men's clothes and, and everything. There wasn't much. I mean, there was a really cool, and I picked a jacket in the last show. A leather jacket, and there was a dude on a, a motorcycle that was in this rocking this black leather jacket. I was like, man, that's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't, and I was looking for uh, you know something sports related too. I didn't really see anything except for the kids stuff. So I went with a pair of pajamas too. Uh, over on page fifty nine is the Gremlins PJs. <laughs> You can't go stealing anything off of Chad's list. I'm just saying. Oh my gosh. These uh these Gremlins PJs right here. The green one's down here at the bottom. It's got like a All backpack. Green. Oh, there it is. There he is. Finally popped up on my end. Sorry. Now these pajamas right here. Yep. Those are nice. Oh my gosh. They got the backpack on the front and it's got gizmo popping out of the top with the zipper open. I was like, oh, those are great. I want that on a t-shirt right now. Mm-hmm. And one other thing unique about this, <laughs> what's on this page, you see this belt down here? Yeah. I have that belt. I still have that belt. Really? Now, now the uh, the Gremlins kind of logo is <laughs> worn off. <laughs> and I had a, I didn't, I didn't even look for uh, the A-Team one, but there was an A-Team one as well that was green. And I believe it had Mr. T on the on the buckle, but it's magnetic, and it, it adjusted uh, along the side. I still have that somewhere, but yeah, I like you. I was like, I, adult clothes are lame in this. <laughs> I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna pretend I'm a kid, and I'm gonna go for uh, the PJs. So that's uh, that'll be our clothing items. Now we go on to the item for our bedroom. What did you pick there? So on page four hundred and sixty-nine. Oh, nice! Firefighter sleeping bag, complete with the little satchel that Michael would tote around. You know, <laughs> man, there was some great Night Rider stuff in this book, and I'm sure you saw most, if not all, of it. But yep. I saw the sleeping bag. It's great. It's got the the dash, and he's kind of looking back from. Yep, and it's, it's all kind of season. It's the it's the original the series one because that looks. I might be off, but that looks like the square voice box there and the two monitors. So that was you know that's classic kit. Yeah, that's the yeah original season. But I like it's more of the like cartoonish style, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's got the uh, the sunset graphic there with kit that is on, also on the duffel bag oh yeah i love it and it, it's funny like do you see where the they got a like a front license plate on kit that says oh. night 2000 <laughs> oh yeah holy I thought, cow i thought that was funny that they uh <laughs> like like the kid wouldn't know but 
you know, it's right there in that front corner. Yeah, that's so cool. Late 2000. Anyway, <laughs> great choice. Now, I went with something different this time. Because I was looking at the sleeping bags, too. There's a bunch of cool sleeping bags in this one. And uh, and the the A-team play tent. Oh, my gosh. I, oh, yeah. It's, it's the van. Uh, I thought for sure I was going to pick that. But I decided not to. I went with something a little bit unconventional. Over on page 55, it's all of the uh, Star Wars stuff. Oh, yeah. I see it. And... It's the uh, Return of the Jedi was out for this year. And uh, I'm going to pull up my uh, screen share here. Now you'll notice it's got the cool sheets. It's got a very, very cool sleeping bag here with Darth Vader on the front. Oh, yeah. All the supporting characters. on. I didn't choose any of that. What I chose was right here. This is wallpaper. And I'm gonna I'm gonna wallpaper my bedroom with Return of the Jedi. <laughs> it has uh, you can order a double roll for thirty dollars, or two or more double rolls are only fifteen dollars each. So it's like okay, so you, you might as well just buy two. You get you know for thirty dollars, uh, and then it's got this border too, so you can put the border up with the uh, the characters on it. It looks like just one character at a time, like in a portrait style. But uh, I thought that would be fun. Let me let me wallpaper my room in Star Wars instead of just having it on the bed and or on a sleeping bag or curtains like you could even see over here. Right. <laughs> so I went with wallpaper this time. I thought that would be fun. Uh, okay, so let's keep moving right along. We're going to move along to our... Electronic uh, item, a VCR, TV, stereo. What did you go for in this section? Oh, man, I was like all over which one, you know. And what's funny is on, I'll have to punch it up. What page was it? 579. Mm-hmm. When we were talking about back in the day, one of the, uh, which which episode was that? We were talking about the TV, right, that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, I was saying how it was a funky oddball thing. I don't think it was a thirteen incher, but it might have been. It was this guy on the bottom. I see it. You had one through thirteen push buttons. Mm-hmm. And you had your contrast and over whatever. You open this door, and that's where the UHF was. Gotcha. Okay. Here, just push the button for UHF right there. Then you opened up this, and you had a little tiny, tiny, tiny dial. To go, you know, 14, 15, 55, whatever. So, yeah, it was, that's what we had. But to answer your question, was your little uh, portable TV in here? No, it wasn't. That was a little bit newer. Oh, I see what you went for. Like, yeah, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go all out. I want the the portable video (laughs) camera here. (laughs) That's like a, it's a monster. Well, it is. You know what's sad is, uh, Years ago, I was, uh, when I was stationed out at Mountain Home, going to the church there, I stumbled on an old video camera, probably a lot dumbed-down model of this, but it had the VCR, the separate VCR tape oh player on, that you carried around on a little satchel or strap. Look at that. It comes with a remote, too. Oh, yeah. thousand bucks. Eight ninety nine. No money down. $45 a month. Call today. 
Oh, look, it was even it was on sale for they took a hundred dollars off. There you go. <laughs> Man, that thing is glorious. <laughs> and a big big old heavy beast. Yeah, I mean if you if you're not watching this on YouTube or not going over there, you think about what Marty McFly used in Back to the Future, you know, that little that was the beast, but it yeah. also big old separate VCR. Look, yeah, look at this. Carry on your side. This is like a third of the size bigger. Plus, it's got that huge like boom mic. Is that is that what that is that yep. comes out the top? Yep, that's what that is. And look at this control arm. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's like being in a cockpit of a seven forty seven. Almost. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just shy of what you know. Cameras are you know legit TV movie cameras might be right. like. Right. Oh. Right. Right. Wow, that's glorious. Good job. I like that pick. How about you? I went something for a little more practical, but uh, still cool because I was like, well, yeah, I want a portable TV. I never had a portable TV like you did. And then I saw this portable record player boom box that had like a drawer that came out the bottom. I was like, ooh, that would be fun. And then I was like, oh, let's go with this. This is a boom box with a TV. Oh, a cassette player and an AM FM stereo. Day too. That was awesome. <laughs> so uh, for 180 bucks, here you go. You get and <laughs> what's cracked me up about this? You could tell it was portable. Ten D batteries you needed for that thing. Dude. You imagine how heavy that thing was. <laughs> how heavy that? Because that was even a tube. That wasn't even like an LCD. That was an Big old tube in that thing, right? Even for a four or five inch, that, that that thing is, yeah. And you know, there's your I guess these are your channels over here, you know, and yeah, even had a few equalizers. And oh, this thing is glorious! You got a 12 volt car adapter as well, Heck take it with you in the car, which I did, but don't <laughs> that big beast. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's so got I, on a bunny trail, but basically, I had this five inch black and white TV. It was just a little guy, but probably the just the size of what his his uh TV is up there. Yeah, box five inch is what yeah. this is. That's what mine was five inch black and white. It had a little dial for everything the you know, the, the radio and the TV tuner. And man, I I watched that thing like there was no tomorrow you know as much as i could i remember driving one time i think this was on one of the previous memory joggers where i actually listened because i thought i'd get in trouble i pointed the tv to the passenger door so i wouldn't see it but i listened to married with children all the way from my mom's house to i think it was to wcpa all the way there to, w, to the, the, the job oh man i love that that's great. All right. Well, uh, we're going to keep on rolling. Next up is our jewelry item. Necklace, ring, watch. I, I could probably guess what you went for, but take it away. <laughs> what do you think I picked? I think you picked the uh, calculator watch. That's what I think. On page, yep, page 398. And there it is. The Knight yes. Rider watch. Oh, yes. Wow. I think it is. Yes. On the page before. I think it's the page before. 
somewhere along here, these were actually pretty cool too. The transformer watches. I was tempted, and there's the calculator watches. Mm -hmm. But I didn't but, see the data bank that like I used to have. They had a they had a legit Casio uh, watch. I'll have to track it down. It, it was in right, right there. there. Yep. So the, yeah. this is the one I was tempted to to choose. Mm -hmm. So I had a there was the racing game right, right the one I told you about looked mm -hmm. spot on like this except these lines all the horizontal lines were your track. You just raced, and you had to avoid like your opponent. You just <laughs> these, you know, these little buttons were the driving. So yeah, that was cool. So back to the watch you chose is now is that like close to a replica of what was in the show? No, because there was if you looked at the show, you saw this like a microphone or a speaker, would have, which would have been the you know for Michael to talk and Kit to talk back on. Mm -hmm. uh, there was something over here, and the LCD was raised up higher because of that little function. But uh, you got to make me Google. What's your <laughs> electronic? I, I went for a watch, uh, and you already said what I chose, but it's not the, the page that you're on. <clears throat> yes, it's the transforming watch, the chronoforms, and I went with the gold one, man. They had a bunch of different colors on that one page that you were on, but... This page towards the front of the catalog, I think it's one something, one sixteen. Uh, was a bunch of robot stuff. There's a nice uh, Inspector Gadget figure there too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I remember having a Chronoform watch as a kid, and I can't remember exactly what color it was. I want to say it was gray, but I saw the gold one, and I was like, oh yes, I want the gold one. And I remember having that in, in school for a while. And then I quit wearing it. I don't know if somebody got on to me because I had the Pac-Man watch too. And I remember somebody, which, whichever teacher at the time, getting on to me for having that uh, at school. So, yeah, I'm going back and getting my, uh, my chronoform watch here. And this robot over here is like the polar opposite of one that I actually had that was gold, had a red button on top instead of the yellow button. Oh, yeah. And uh, it actually, like, blew smoke. I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> you could it did smoke, I think, out of its mouth or something. You put a little bit of water in it, and I don't know if it just <laughs> zapped it or whatever. But uh, you hit the button on top, and then he would go and I, I think it was kind of like uh it would hit a wall and back up a little bit and go another way until it ran into something else and uh i had the gold one tom was it uh tommy tommy the talking robot nice that was only 12 bucks that was as much as the watch <laughs> man that's a steal so yeah so uh man this, this catalog got a lot of cool stuff so I went with the Chronoform watch as my uh, my jewelry item. So now we get on to this. Well, if you bring it back to me, get back to off of your screen share. Okay, I'm off. There's the communicator watch. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I got you now. So close, but not no cigar. Uh, not screen accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the Dukes had their own watch. That's one of the big things that they still sell, which is yeah. hilarious. It's like. 
it's one of those where it's a dime a dozen. You can pick them up anywhere for like 10 to 30 bucks, depending on what, if they're still in the box or not. Uh-huh. So. Cool. All right. So we're on to our recreational slash outdoor slash whatever. <laughs> slash whatever. Uh, I wrote down a swing set, a pool table, a bike, a big wheel. What'd you choose? Well, if you haven't guessed already, there's a theme going. <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. So I had a pedal car back in the day, but had I known this sucker existed, <laughs> man, I'm they, the, the 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 cool kid in town or something. Yeah, they like had drive on kit. Oh my gosh, that thing is glorious. There I, is also like a big like wheel this. in here too, right? Yeah, there's a big wheel somewhere That's in kit. Here. Yeah. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Said I had a truck. It's not. It was actually a little bit bigger than this. And you've seen pictures. I'd have to dig them up. But I right. had a that was my favorite buggy of the whole day. That's what we talked about for our uh, our top three or top five uh, Christmas gifts in that podcast. Yeah, yeah, man, I love that thing. But yeah, I would have loved that Night Runner. <laughs> I think card. I would have gave up my truck for that. <laughs> How about you? Oh man. So I went a little different direction because I mean there were so so many great pedal cars and big wheels in this thing, uh, but I came across something I remember actually having as a kid, me being an only child and my dad uh, did you know play baseball and basketball and you know sports with me from time to time. I'm probably the result of uh, or the uh, cause rather of his two shoulder surgeries for tossing balls up in the air and <laughs> playing uh, pop flies. But um, anyway, I'm uh, going over to page 174, and it's this little pitching machine. It basically for wiffle ball. So it came with a bat, and it's this little uh, pitcher guy. And he has an uh, an arm that uh, is like underhand, and you put your wiffle ball there. I think it's called the baseball kid. Oh yeah, I remember the commercials for that. So, I, and I think it it might have been where there was a little mechanism in the back that held two or three balls, and it would come down to this little. It was like a little ring or something that the ball set in, and then he had his little arm, and it would go back. And it would hit the ball, and then you got this. I think it was a nerf, like nerf material at the top of the the wiffle ball bat here, because it was had that same kind of plastic at the bottom, and then it widened at the top. So yeah, I went with the baseball kid right here, and I'm very certain that I had that and used it in my backyard, and uh, loved it. Let's see what it was going for here. 1888. Needs 2D batteries. <laughs> it's a pitching machine. Balls are pitched one at a time from a distance of 12 to 15 feet. And it shuts off automatically after throwing the last ball. Imagine that. So I went with the baseball kid for my uh, my outdoor recreational item. <laughs> uh, oh, there's, there's some good tents and everything in this book. It was... Just going from the Sears book to this one, the Sears book that Chad and I did. Yeah. I was kind of blown away with 
this Montgomery Ward book, as far as the toys and everything go, it just seemed like the Sears book, it was littered with a lot more just, <laughs> I don't know, clothes and the stuff that we had to get to, to to get to the toys. And this had just a bunch of stuff and all the themed stuff in the front. And it gave you that little table of contents, you know. If you're looking for the A-team, look on these pages. Right. Looking for Knight Rider. It's on every page, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like it. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I, I like this book uh, a lot more. Uh, okay, we've waited f- long enough. Uh, now it's time to dive into the toys. So uh, give me uh, two items there from the action figures and play sets that you chose. Okay. So I'm being greedy on this one. Okay. I, I know it's can't just select one like Lage. You can't have one, but <laughs> any and all the these guys on the GoBots and Transformers page right here, <laughs> on page twelve, I'd be okay with. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like, well, and this was nineteen eighty four, so I think uh, I want to say GoBots came out in eighty three, and then Transformers in eighty four. Yeah, but like GoBots get top bill. I mean, they've got that, you know, the the command centers there, and uh, they've got some of the figures over there to the right, mm-hmm. the guardians and the renegades, and then you you jump down below, and then that's when you get into the transformers. Those, that first wave of transformers, there's Starscream, oh man, Jazz, and then I think it's the next page has Optimus and. Uh, Yep. Soundwave and Megatron. Right there, yep. Yeah, and there you got the bigger GoBots at the top. Is that a that's a GoBots power wheel? Yeah. Big wheel. And then you get uh Optimus and Megatron Soundwave. Yeah, it is funny, like they <laughs> in the uh in the index in the front, the section they call, you know, for Transformers and GoBots is just robots. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, robots was the craze, you know. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I de- I I looked over that page and uh I was in the robot section quite a bit. Uh I didn't actually end up choosing uh I don't think I did at least any of the uh the GoBots or Transformers. I came close to picking Megatron because I yeah. always wanted a Megatron. But uh for my two items, I'm going to go over to page 28. I wanted I, the first thing I picked was the Mr. T doll, and then I kind of backed off on that. But the Mr. T doll is like glorious, and I've always wanted one. Mr. T was my favorite character on the A team, and the uh, <laughs> the description is what cracked me up for the Mr. T doll. It says. Uh, Tough talking Mr. T doll says one of four different things when you pull the string. <laughs> Authentic sounding voice of superhero Mr. T as B.A. Baracus of the A team and includes his tool set 12 and a half inches high. And it was uh, $13. <laughs> Murdoch, you're crazy. <laughs> That's what's in the caption above. Yeah. Look at that thing. Oh my gosh. So I was going to go for that, and then I saw what was on the previous page, which I had forgot existed. So this is what I went with. I went with the A-Team 
warehouse. Oh yeah. In in Murdoch's portable um ultralight copter that yes. he had on one episode. That's those awesome. are the those are the two items. I'm I'm taking the warehouse. It's not I don't know. It's kind of plain Jane to me. Yeah. But it's it's got the elevator, it's got a crane. You got a little table and you got a computer there to, you know, for Hannibal to get all the plans together. <laughs> but I, you know, this scale down below they've got the the ones that are the GI Joe size. Right. Which I still want. And then they've got uh the you got three vehicles down here. A helicopter for Murdoch, and then you got BA's van and faces Corvette. Oh, and check these out. Did you see these? I did. That's on my next whatever list we have. I was list. like, what in I had never seen these before. They're like transforming A team vehicles. Yeah, that's so awesome. There's like guns that pop out of the Corvette on the sides and then the front and the hood and I don't know what that is that comes out of the T-top there. And then look at the van. I know. Holy cow. You've got a gun out the top. You've got some kind of battering ram that came out the front like Rhino on mask. And then something else in the back. It looks like the wheels are covered too. I'm not sure why in the back. But I had never seen those before. And those are really, really cool. But And there's the tent. And I was like, <laughs> I want the tent. Uh, but you remember, I picked up these uh, the six-inch figures at RetroCon mm-hmm. two years ago. And that's what the warehouse is for, those size figures. So this thing is huge to fit those figures on two levels and then to fit the Murdoch figure in the helicopter. So that's what I went with. I had forgot that the warehouse was even a thing. So I'm taking the warehouse in, in Murdoch's little ultralight <laughs> as my first part of our toys. Uh, let's get on to our board game or tabletop game. What did you take for this one? The electronic battleship. Page. Oh, classic. I don't think I ever actually had a battleship game until I was like an adult. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure who had it amongst us. I want to say our mutual friend had it, but I'm, don't quote me. I was always jealous because I wanted just even a battleship game. Didn't care if it was <laughs> or not. So, yeah, right here. This big old dude. Oh, yeah. What did that go for price-wise? S. So, $34.94. And there's your Bigfoot game right here. Yeah, I saw that, too. I was like, oh. And it's it's like an earlier version because that's different box art than what I have. And the um, the pieces... Uh, you see, they're like color coded. Yeah, those uh, four cards—they're not color coded on mine. They're all the same color. I think it's gray, but the cars that are on there are the the corresponding colors. Mm. So it's a little bit different version than what I have. The board looks exactly the same, but yeah, man, electronic battleship. Can't Another one that. I always wanted was upwards because I like Scrabble. But I hated that I'd run out and you could never do anything with it. And I was always jealous because you didn't you needed upwards to play it, you know? Yeah. Well, I <laughs> somebody had that, I remember, and I I wasn't impressed by it. There was another one in here that I almost chose. It's the uh perfection, but it's the one with the the 
pieces that combined together. Some I don't know if it was me or somebody, one of my friends had it, the Superfection. And you put, you know, remember the regular Perfection game with the little yellow pieces yeah. that popped up? I think you said you had that. Yes, I did. This one, this one was a little bit different where you, like, took all the pieces out and they went in a certain way together, like two of them. Right. And then you had to put them back in before the thing, you know, oh. popped up everywhere. So, yeah, that was like a mind trip there. And then you remember this? This, like, magic set? The magic no. world of Blackstone. No. It looked familiar. I don't know if somebody that I knew had it or something, but I was like, oh, I kind of remember that. But what I chose uh, was a few pages back, I think on 124. There it is, 128. Crossbows and catapults. I remember hearing that name, but I never. That was about the extent of how much I, I think knew. our I think our friend Leaf had it. Did he? And it yes. It wouldn't have did, surprised me, but <laughs> he had a lot of the stuff we wanted. But um, the so this was the regular game where you had the the castles on both sides, and then you get the you know the crossbows and catapults with the uh, discs to launch. This I had not remembered existed. There's like a Trojan horse mm-hmm. battle that you could. It was almost like an add-on that you could do for the you know the regular game, or I think just separately. But it looks like it launches from its tail <laughs> at this uh, yeah. whatever this is target over here. That looks pretty awesome as well. But that was a game that I never had that I, I believe he had, and uh, I remember playing. Like over on his uh, kitchen floor, where it was smooth, you know, to get those discs to fly around, and that was uh, how much was that? Seventeen bucks, and the uh, the Trojan horse was eleven dollars add on. So that's what I chose as my uh, board or tabletop game. Uh, so now we go on to our electronic game or handheld electronic game. What did you choose for that? I just stumbled onto this Switch Force in the box, 18 van. You can see that is kind of like a pointy battering ram. Oh, weird. This must be like wheel guards or something for the rear tires. You see a machine gun out of the... That looks pretty big. Yeah. So I guess that's it then, huh? Well, if you look on the back, there was more cars to it. There's like a red cousin to the 18 van. There's like three different... Types of Corvettes. Interesting. Switch Force. I'd never heard of that. Then here's oh, cool. Here's Trace's uh, car. Mm-hmm. Something's broken up here, so you can't see what this was supposed to be. <laughs> That's so cool, though. Yeah, very cool. So, now, back to the matter at hand. Uh, <laughs> electronic games, right? Yep. Page one, one thirty-two. Might have chosen the same one. Mine's on. Well, I was again like 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 uh, like I did with the Transformers and Jejo. Just get them all. <laughs> there there were some pretty awesome ones. I yeah. it was hard for me to kind of pick which ones. <laughs> I wanted. I've always wanted the the uh, little Pac Man portable games like you see here. I hated Simon with a passion. I could never. <laughs> I thought about getting the. Uh... Big Simon, I had the pocket version, but yep. the price was only like $6 off, like from the pocket version to the tabletop version. 
But that I think if I, were to, if, if I were to pick any one of these, it'd probably be this game and watch multi-screen here. It looks cool. I have no idea what it does, but it looks so cool. looks like, oh, it says a pinball game. That's the exact one that I chose, dude. Nice. It's a pin. It, it, now, I'd seen these Game & Watch ones before, and I remember even playing one. I can't remember. It was one that was like a tank in an, in an airplane that you, you know, there, an airplane would come by and there was like a tank on the ground. You try to shoot the airplane, I think, and it dropped bombs at you. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. I'm pretty sure that was a game and watch here. I'm going to pull up uh, mine. I, I got it zoomed in here. But this one was interesting in that it flips open. And I remember there being some flip open ones that I've seen. I had not seen this pinball one. So this was cool where, you know, you start down here at the bottom with your flippers and you could hit the ball and mm -hmm. it goes into the top screen. So you got like two screens to work with. And I love pinball. So that's the exact one that I picked, man. Where were these when I was doing my little article a few years ago? And <laughs> I think you actually, you might have put one in there. One of these Game & Watch ones. I might have. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah. And then I on that. Vaguely that next, the Game & Watch thing. Yeah. Yeah. On that next page. Now, my friend up the street had Pac-Man and I had Donkey Kong. If they had Donkey Kong in here, I might have chosen that as much as I suck at Donkey Kong. But those were really cool. The Coleco tabletop mm -hmm. games, and they got Donkey Kong Jr. and Cubert, which is interesting because, you know, Cubert goes diagonally only. Right. And then they got the Zaxxon one as well. That's a mini little joystick. I love Zaxxon. And that one is looks huge, the the case. But yeah, they, they had some pretty good ones in here. Yeah, Simon, the pocket Simon was $21, and that tabletop Simon was 30 so <laughs> you might as well go for the big one, you know, if you're going to pay that much. Yeah, Simon, I, I could play a little bit of Simon, and then I had to put it away. <laughs> so, yeah, good choice there. We, uh, we chose the same one. All right, now <laughs> on to our video game system, our computer, and our extra gamer accessory. What did you, uh, I, I was thinking maybe your computer would be in there, but I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. That's what I was looking all over for. The other one that I wanted to get, I was always curious, the Commodore 64, because there were a lot of people that loved it, and it mm -hmm. was kind of like me, you know, it was the niche. If you didn't understand the Texas Instruments, you didn't understand anything else. The same with Commodore 64. If you didn't understand its commands, you didn't understand anybody else's. But it always was intriguing because that was, I'll call it the more popular, at least the more well-known computer of yeah. the time was that Commodore 64. And you could still play relatively familiar games, you know, a couple pages mm -hmm. with all its accessories. You got the printer, of course. You got your tape or your disk drive and monitor and other accessories. And right here, you can play your games. Like, there's Pole Position, Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man, actually. Did I see Centipede somewhere? Donkey Kong. Yeah. So yeah, you play familiar games uh, that would would work on this on this stuff. You know, look at this: forty two ninety nine for one of the games, <laughs> thirty two ninety nine for some other ones. Uh, but yeah, it was it was intriguing. I was kind of 
kind of bummed I didn't save my Texas Instruments. But I think <laughs> my dad bought that. Don't quote me, but I think he bought it at Radio Shack. Oh, okay. Back when the Tandy was kind of the, the competition of the time. Yeah. If you remember, I, I want to say it was in the original Radio Shack there in Clearfield by uh, what's now, I think, Gray's Battery or something like that across from uh, the Progress. Mm-hmm. There used to be a Radio Shack building there before they moved it to the mall, and then it disappeared like everything else. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Now, I remember uh, the building right next to Lightsingers. Yeah. Uh, on the corner. Was Sears. Was it a Sears? It was a Sears. That was our only Sears in town. And okay. Then- I, I was thinking that was uh, like a mom and pop appliance store. It was Sears? Oh, that was Sears. Uh, it was a little Sears r- shop. And in the very back, there was a, that was the only place that was a second floor. And that's where you ordered everything off the catalog. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was trying to remember in the last show. I remember that huge counter being up on the mm-hmm. second or third floor. And mom would go up there and then you had your catalogs and whatever else to, you know, order your stuff. And I think they shipped it there. Yeah, and then you picked it up. Yeah, you picked it up later when it came in. But yeah, I, I couldn't remember if that was a Sears or not. Yep, that was what we're, you know, that's where you kind of. I'll call it that was where you, you got the light stuff. You know, you go in there for a couple wrenches, a washer and dryers, maybe a sofa. And there wasn't that much room there to do anything. No, because it was small. And that's why I was thinking, well, this could, that couldn't have been a Sears because it was a small building. Yeah, it was more like a Sears Mart is probably the best. <laughs> um, then you went up to Dubois to go get to the, like, what, what felt like the Cadillac version of Sears. Right. And Montgomery course, Ward uh, was in the mall. And yeah. yeah. Uh, up until a few years ago, before the, all the closures happened, I mean, I thought I was in my heyday when I found the two-story one down here, you know, Columbia, Maryland. So it's like, dude, man, I'm I'm really in my heyday. I can buy anything. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Sears was, you know, that's a cool memory. I love the going down our own old hometown. Yeah, well, and that was the thing too. And I uh, talking about that in the last show, I was like, man. I, I need to talk with Wyatt and make sure I I need somebody to verify my memories, you know, (laughs) verification occurred. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I'll show you what I chose for my, I I was going to go for a computer system because I, I never had a home computer. I was looking at the Atari one. I looked at the Commodore because those were, those were popular ones. And then I saw ColecoVision and I just uh, I just bought the uh, Ready Player One movie, and at the one of the end scenes, he's playing on ColecoVision. It's, it had those these crazy paddles over here, mm-hmm. almost like Atari. But what sold me not the free Cabbage Patch doll. Uh, what sold me was this little adapter right here. This little adapter you plugged into the front of the ColecoVision, and you could play Atari twenty six hundred games on it. Yeah. I had no idea you could do that. Like they made an adapter for Atari. T- so you could, you know, back in the day to hook one of these up, you know, you had the two little prongs that went in the back of your TV and to hook up two systems, you pretty much had to have two TVs. You That's know, you it. couldn't hook them up to the same one. So this, I was like, Oh my gosh. So I get all of the Coleco games that I could want. And then you plug that up, and all my Atari 2600 games, I can just pop right in. And even that adapter in the front had a port where you could plug in the Atari controllers. 
I was like, this is ingenious, man. Oh yeah. Instead of instead of making, you know, like Atari went from twenty six hundred to fifty two hundred and and all that, they just said, screw it. <laughs> and we're gonna play the other guys' games in our system. I thought that was just I don't know, it was mind blowing to me. Oh yeah. I had never known that the ColecoVision had an insert for Atari twenty six hundred. And look at these other controllers too, man. Oh you I got know. a wicked. This one here with the baseball, you could also, uh, there was a Rocky game that you played, you know, like boxing. And you got the steering wheel down here for your race car games. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that one is. But, uh, you know, and then you can get a, you get a free Cabbage Patch doll to give to your sister for Christmas. See? Everybody, everybody walks away happy. My sister had tons of that stuff. <laughs> But I don't know. That just kind of blew my mind. I had not ever remembered. I, did, I wasn't around ColecoVision at all. But to have a, an adapter to play, you know, your competitors' games in, mm-hmm. I thought was just ingenious. But um, anyway, that was me. <laughs> so I went for the ColecoVision. Okay, so which uh, slot car set or train set did you pick? Well, you remember back in our toy box, I have, and now I found out where my dad got it. G.I. Joe one, right? I have the G.I. Joe train set, and it's still up in my shed, ready to now, go. Which is, now, which one is it? Because there's a couple in this one. Yeah, I saw that, too. It's the... Um, is it the one with, like, the mat, and then the stuff uh, kind of goes around it with the little, like, army men figures? Yeah, it's not the okay. one with the tunnel. It's the other one. Um, so I, uh, but yeah, I had that big, uh, that train set. I was just starting in, to get into trains. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was introducing me to the HO scale and I had actually had my first little, I mean, it was like a, probably about the same size of that track. Union Pacific or something, HO, mm-hmm. INL trains. And then I got my G.I. Joe train set. And no, I got the G.I. Joe train set first. That's what it was. Sorry, I'm still clicking through the pages. <laughs> now, I'm surprised you didn't go for the Knight Rider set. I did. That's what I'm going for. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I'm just trying to find the dang page. <laughs> it's 160. <laughs> I know, I'm still scrolling there. So there with the truck, which I don't yeah. know why I'm racing against a truck. I mean, give me a, <laughs> give it a good race, dude. Or just give me car. That would have been sweet. Kid versus car. Come on. Awesome. Then you got the A-team slot guy right up above it. Yeah. So cool. Both of those were in contention from what I was, when I finally chose. But the, I just thought, I was looking at the track and there's not a whole lot of movement to it. I mean, it's just a basic oval and you get kit, you know. And it looks like, is that a bridge it goes up over and down? Yeah, it's a, it's a little cross bridge right there. You can see. Yeah, and then the A team one was cool because it had this motion where it would spin around. I forget what they called it. It's in the description here. Let me pull it up. A team action racing set. You daredevil U turns. Yeah, it, it the cars like I don't know if it was like some uh, button or something you hit to to turn it. But I remember seeing the commercials, and it was pretty cool. But 
again, it's only it's basically like a glorified figure eight, and then you got that little section where you can uh, like pass each other and almost go head on. But I didn't go for either of those. I went for what I had always wanted as a kid, never got, and the commercials are off. I miss Tyco. Oh my gosh, I miss Tyco. <laughs> The commercials were great. The guy that, that did the voice for Tyco was awesome. So I went with the uh, the cliffhangers here. Oh, that's a that's a sweet sweet track with the night glow, the glow in the dark. So I, how much was this one? There was a that huge one at the bottom uh, was by far the the biggest and most expensive. But um. I just clicked off it and it zooms out. But anyway, the the cliffhangers one was great. This is the one where it goes up the wall. So you got that section on the wall and then it kind of comes back around and goes upside down for oh, yeah. a while. And then it comes back around, does a loop. And then you're right back up the wall again. I think there was another maybe bigger one actually than this one. But and then the the, the cars are Corvettes. So, you know, us being a Corvette family, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm sold on this. So I went with the the Tyco zero gravity cliffhangers with night glow. <laughs> Gosh, I love the commercials. But yeah, there's so many great sets in this. The uh, the train sets too. They had the GI Joe trucking one that was you're like this um, you're hauling this missile, and then like you have a another. Oh, here it is. I'm going to have to screen share this before we uh, get on to the next. We're almost done. Uh, this track, I've seen the commercials for. Never knew anybody that had it. But you're like this uh, truck driver. you got this huge missile. And you've got to get it around and do something with it. And then your Cobra, the other person is the Cobra truck. Mm -hmm. And you're coming over to like run you off the road or something. I can't remember what the... The whole action or the... It was almost like there was like a mission, you know, <laughs> that was associated with the slot car track. But yeah, so there's like a cutoff section of the track. And then there was a launching pad for the missile. So you had to like get the missile all the way around and back over and set it up. And I don't know, before your Cobra buddies, you know, derailed you. <laughs> <laughs> but that was great, too. I thought about that. And then... There was also another one. I'm going to have to click over to that, too, while I'm here. Because this whole section was just... I could watch this for hours. There's some Hot Wheels and Matchbox uh, stuff right before all the trains. And I had the um, stow-and-go garage for Hot Wheels. They had a, uh, a stow-and-go train set for Hot Wheels. That was uh, basically what like mine was, where it kind of folded up, and oh, it was it was great. Here I've, I've got it, and they had all the the cool. They had the crisscross track, Hot Wheels, the one with the snake, and a bunch of great ones. There's oh, the I, uh, yeah, that's the one I had my eye on. Because it was like that stow-and-go where you had the two levels. And then down here, you can see where you added the train track down the hill and came back around and split into two tracks to get back into the the actual play set. 
and you had a little garage down here to work on your trains, you know, and and then it folded up like the briefcase. You could take it with you. I was like, oh, man, that's great. And it's a train. So did not go for that. Uh, there was also another item in that section I'll get back to, but let's keep going. <laughs> We're almost done. We've got the uh, the whole catalog now to ourselves to pick two random items. So what was the what was your first you're going to go for? I got to do some page jumping again. I stayed in the toy section primarily <laughs> with my stuff. Yeah, well this one this one caught my eye. Where's screen share again? These <sighs> the freaking robots, dude. Come on. This oh, is awesome. That's one of mine. That is one of mine. The Max Steel. Now, mm-hmm. on the previous page, go over the the previous page real quick to the uh the RoboForce set. Oh, yeah. Now, see, if you remember... No, actually, I don't think you were there. It was the last time I was in uh, Nashville at our uh, Great Escape thrift store. I found four of those RoboForce robots, and I did not realize they had a play set right there. I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I got to get that. And then I flip over to the next page, and they've got one of the RoboForce robots that's actually, like, a huge freaking robot that you can program and they did they did have the omnibot in there too which i am a huge fan of that never had right there there's the omnibot and his two little cousins there uh can't remember what the other ones were called Dingbot, right here always seems a bit confused yeah but the one on the previous page the huge one that's the max steel robot for 350 dollars yeah Look at that thing, man. That thing is glorious. Yes. And, it, you know, you can program it. Did it have, like, a cassette player or something? I don't know, but the thing looks just freaking massive. L, let's it's see. Almost as tall as the kid there. <laughs> Item L, more than a toy. He's he's a programmable robot that can walk, talk, play games, and much more. He's all almost human. It's not the handheld master controller from the top of his head, and you control him. Max has a fully articulated, motorized, grasping, twisting claw, strong moving lift arms, plus an electronic computer brain and storage compartments. His wireless remote control, programmable memory, and unique teaching mode enable you to program a sequence of actions which Max will perform again and again from memory. He speaks 140 words. Plays music and tells the time. Electronic alarm feature allows Max to activate at a predetermined time. He can play two games, Moonball and Force Field. Max comes with an easy-to-follow instruction manual and a built-in rechargeable battery pack. All for the low introductory price of (laughs) $349.99. Glorious, man. Yeah. Oh, I would own that in a heartbeat. It's great. (laughs) What about yours? Okay, so the other one that I have left now, (laughs) that was going to be what I was going to end the show on, but you stole my thunder there. Uh, My other choice is going to be my uh, gateway drug into the superpowers collection. I'm going for the the Batmobile. Doesn't come with any figures, so that's why this is going to be the uh, the gateway into this collection because I'm going to have to get you know the figures, Batman and Robin and. They've got a, a few of them here and the Hall of Justice. Nice. Uh, which I'm very envious. Chad has 
that. I don't think he has the Batmobile. I know he has the Hall of Justice and found it for like two dollars at a thrift store or something. <laughs> but uh, oh man, this is a collection I never got into as a kid. I don't know. I wish I did. I'm not surprised that I didn't. But yeah, that Batmobile. I love that. It's it's throwback. It's even more throwback than the uh, 66 Batmobile, in my opinion, to like the uh, the original comics and just the style of it. But man, I'm going to get me some superpowers. Nice. And, you know, out of all the things in here, uh, they had uh, Gr- Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain. What were some of the other sets that they had in here? I was like, you know, what do I choose from? Well, let me just get something I never had. So that's how I kind of ended on that that Batmobile and, and getting into the uh, the superpowers. Uh, our buddy uh, Bill Ferris over at uh, matttracker.com. Oh yeah, he's got he's got pretty much everything in the superpowers collection, except for the Riddler. I think he said. So uh, yeah. That's what I'm getting into. What is your last random item? Last item is basically, I was into the electronics, so I would like <laughs> to get this electronics kit to play around with. I thought that was actually it's like kind all of, the. Is that like the circuit board and everything? Yeah, a little little couple circuits, probably just nothing more than lights and buzzers and stuff like that. But that's what you got into early on. You kind of got to, to see how the electronics worked. Mm-hmm course right above it is the chemistry set so you can try to blow up the house you know <laughs> yeah i did see those i saw there was like a rock tumbler and some other stuff there too yeah i just kind of usually glanced over the educational toys <laughs> well it was not so much the educational i liked electronics i went to school for it so you know that just seemed yeah. like be something fun if i had known that existed i would have gotten one <laughs> All right, well, let's get on to, well, that was it for me. Okay. Um, I was going to get on to a couple maybe wow moments that we got through here. Um, A lot of them had to deal with Knight Rider. I wrote down the backpack. Did you see the backpack for Knight Rider? There was so much stuff there. That was pretty cool, and I did write down the watch. Uh, Something something funny that uh, I remember my dad having. Back in these, I don't know, early 80s, and I don't know if it was just uh, like Montgomery Ward or if it was some other stores or two. They, they seemed to have a lot of stuff that revolved around ducks, okay? Yeah. Like the mallard ducks and the, I don't know, it was like a a theme almost or a, a franchise. <laughs> like, like before Duck Dynasty ever was even thought about. Right. Um there was just these crazy items that had ducks on them. And the ones that, that, that caught my eye in this book, and I'll bring it up here. <laughs> there were these lint brushes that were ducks that I remember yeah. my dad having. And right below it, here's the... the <laughs> and you got like a random one, so you didn't couldn't like pick which one you got. He had one of those. It was like a lint brush on the bottom of the duck to take the lint off your shirt, you know, your uh, velvet shirt. And then we had this right down below it here. This was a little case, and inside there was two decks of playing cards that had ducks on them. And it was a nice wooden case with the duck on top, and, you know, you 
pulled up on the duct to open up the case. I don't know. That just hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, those, he might still have that duck lint brush somewhere in his house. <laughs> but I, those just struck a chord with me. I'm like, oh my gosh, that just, that takes me right back to our, our first house. So uh, what else did you see in the book that was kind of like wow moments? The amount of rifles and pistols that were on like five, ten pages. I yeah. Mean, I, I was flipping through it pretty quick, but I'm like, okay, I love my Night Rider and I'll I'll and that's what again, that was a wow moment for me seeing all the all the, the Night Rider that was actually in there. But then I'd see like like I said, about five or ten pages of rifles and pistols. And I guess you could back in the day when you didn't have to worry about gun control, at least you know that you could see, holy cow, I could buy I think 50 different guns in one load if I wanted to. Right. It was pretty insane. Like, uh, there were some in the, uh, the Sears catalog too. Yeah. That we reviewed and yeah, I mean, there was like everywhere, uh, several, several pages, like, like you said, and even the amount of like toy guns and cap guns and everything else in the book. There was a lot of those as well. What cracked me up, uh, over in the the small Christmas section that they had, they had a little uh, shot of their artificial Christmas trees, right? Yeah. And then they have all these woodland creatures living in them down below. There's like a squirrel and there's like a groundhog hopping out and there's a raccoon. I'm like, okay, (laughs) what are they trying to uh, convey here? And (laughs) putting like... These animals in their Christmas trees, you know, it was like a precursor to Christmas vacation with the squirrel popping out of the tree, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just cracked me up that they would uh, situate their trees like that. But anyway, what else did you find in there? Oh, really? I mean, looking back at the nostalgia, right? Um, mm-hmm. All the, you know, the TV and the TV consoles, you know, when the TV was the actual piece of furniture. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, then the other boombox that I saw was the the one with the record player inside it. See right. That? Yeah, the one with the drawer. Yeah. It was like, yeah, oh yeah. I was gonna pick that until I saw the one with the TV inside, and I was like, oh, I'm going for that one. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I looked through all the TVs on that when we were, you know, contemplating the electronics item, and I was like, oh my gosh, these things are glorious. You need, uh, they should come with like a bottle of pledge because it's just, you know, like pure wood. That's it. <laughs> Except for the screen. It's great. All right. Here's another thing that caught my eye. You know, I'm huge into Hot Wheels and Matchbox. Yeah. Had never seen this before. Okay. Item K right here. It is like a Matchbox shooting revolver. Okay, so you can put like you load like twelve cars in here. What do they call this thing? I think it's on the previous page. Sixteen bucks. The speed shooter launches one or two cars at a time. Load the magazine with up to twelve matchbox cars and pull back the stick to launch. So you could essentially load in twelve cars. They had like six chambers. You think about like a revolver right now. <laughs> You put in the cars, and you pull the thing back. It shoots out the cars, Mm -hmm. let it go, and the chamber reloads, you know, and you got two more cars ready to shoot out. I thought that was the coolest thing, man. Oh, yeah. 
I've never seen that before. <laughs> Look at it, man. He's, That's he's, so awesome. It's cool. Hey, for somebody that loved Hot Wheels and had a ton of them, you could just like load that thing up and start shooting cars across the kitchen, you know. Oh my gosh, that'd be so much fun. Look at all the stuff that they had in here. They had the garage there. There's the crisscross crash, I think is what you call yeah, it. I liked that guy. The snake one with the tongue where your car came out across the tongue. I don't That's know awesome. what those were. It looks like there's something like charging the cars there. Power or something. Anyway. All right. Well, that that caught my eye. You got anything else? I've got two more things. No, I kind of run out of. I mean, there was a lot of impressive stuff. I saw a lot of things that I had, like <laughs> constructs. I had them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had the Domino Alley. Um, yes, I saw that as well. I'd, I'd always wanted that. I never had that either. It was like, man, that's ingenious to set up dominoes. You know, you, you spend most of your time setting them up and to have that, you know, like preloaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little uh, area to, to set up your dominoes. And then uh, then uh, I saw like there's a Pepsi bottle radio in there and it reminded me yes. i had a coke bottle am radio back in the day you did okay and there was a telescope i don't know when i got that it was a red telescope and i caught one of them there was a batch of them towards the end of the the catalog that there was a red one so i imagine that's where i got it from was there uh just a lot of stuff i saw mm -hmm. that was in there that i had you know like this the yellow c and say that target brought back for a little bit mm-hmm mm-hmm just all types of stuff. Uh, yeah. The Snoopy snow cone maker. I had that in the god awful red flavor, whatever that was. <laughs> like, I don't know what that was, but you know, it was like I, cough medicine. <laughs> no, it, tasted like, it tasted like vomit. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, you know, Target brought that back too. I mean, that, yeah. that's the one thing I'll give Target about. You know, they they want to entertain us. They got us. I mean, geez, they yeah. bring everything back for us. They did. That's um, They brought back those uh, retro Hot Wheels, and I had to buy that Stone-Go, <laughs> that, that one that they just released a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Well, here's a couple other weird items that I found okay. in there before we get out of here. And you weren't much of the sports person, but... No. Uh, you know, I'm I love golf and I love playing baseball too. And back in the day they used to make these bats, they still do, that are heavier than like a regular bat and it'll would teach you to, you know, swing faster. You're you're swinging it's like swinging two or three baseball bats at one time. I used to do that as well when I was playing. And it kind of warms you up. It it helps you, you know, if a, a kid throws really fast to improve your bat speed. And this catalog they have something called the Wildwood, which is this golf club that it's not meant to hit a ball. It's just for practice, and it's weighted. Mm. And it looks like <laughs> it's got a face on it. It's got, like, two teeth left. It's got a little bandage up here and, like, a little, like, he's got a knot on his head from being bonked. <laughs> looks like he was in, like, a prize fight with Mike Tyson. <laughs> and <laughs> you swing I, this is just the oddest thing you know you would think it would just be like a stick or you know just just the part of the club weighted 
but they threw this like crazy little character on the end of the golf club for you to just swing around. Hey, I got my wildwood. I'm just going to practice. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, and then a few pages beyond this, I just posted this on Instagram a little while ago. If you would have rode this as a kid, I think you would have gotten your butt kicked by the nearest bully. It's called the Long Rider, and it's like a skateboard that has this, like, long neck, okay? I had never seen this thing before. Had you ever seen something like that? No, I saw that, too, and I'm like, I don't... What is the Long Rider? At all. (laughs) It's got this kid on there, and he's got one foot on the thing and one hand on the long neck of this skateboard. And he's just kind of cruising down the highway. Here's what they wrote in the description. The new exciting long rider skateboard has a security grip handle for easy steering and riding. Perform stunts, spins, and jumps. Ride with confidence. Self-adjusts to the size of the rider. <laughs> it was. It's almost like a training skateboard is what I look at it. You know, you're not... You're not prepared to just go all out on your skateboard and you need a little safety handle there. <laughs> but I just can't picture a kid, you know, rolling down the street in one of these right. and looking cool, you know. I don't know. It just seemed like the most ridiculous thing to me. That how do you even yeah, how do you even run that? <laughs> right? I, I don't know. It says it's like self-adjusting, but look, the size of his foot right there is as long as the two wheels are. So where are you going to put another foot? You know, you can't ride it like a normal skateboard. I don't know. (laughs) It'll have to remain a mystery. What do they want for this thing? 22 bucks. 22 bucks. I would rather have that unicycle right next to it. At least that thing I... I exactly know what to do with it. You got to balance and ride it like a bike. This thing, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> anyway. Well, dude, I think we've come to the end. This was a lot of fun going this through is, this uh, catalog. Yeah. So many memories, especially when I'm looking actually at it at the first, you know, going, I think I had this. I, oh, geez. I had a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> and then like the unknown how many how many night rider stuff did they actually have yeah I mean, still they pretty could, cool though Love like it. they uh, like the duke's museum they could definitely put a whole museum of night rider stuff it seems like if <laughs> that's it you could there was actually all this stuff in here but yeah man this was great had a great time and uh let's just invite everybody to go over there on youtube if you haven't uh, if you don't usually listen to us or watch us over there, check that out with all the screen shares that we've been doing. You can see these crazy items and uh, all those toys and everything that we showed. There was a glorious picture. I, I should have put that up on screen share at the very beginning of the book. There was like the spread of uh, just random. It was like random toys throughout the catalog that they laid out in this mm-hmm. like snowy setting. I posted that on Instagram a little while ago, but this was a great book to go through and one that I just kind of blew my mind compared to even the Sears one that uh, we just went through. So thanks for taking the time, man. And uh, Merry Christmas to you. Hope you have a great holiday. 
Same to you. Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas to all our listeners and watchers out there. We look forward to anything, all your comments. I'm sure a lot of this has triggered some memories. So please comment at the Rediscover the 80s page or on our Twitter feeds and everything else. But yeah, this has been a blast. We seriously got to do a schedule that we keep preaching <laughs> ourselves about so that we can actually get into this and, and keep up. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, we're going to hopefully do that in the new year. Keep a regular schedule going with Memory Jogger and with the Rankum shows and whatever else we want to throw in the feed just to keep y'all entertained and have a little fun along the way. But uh, thanks so much for subscribing and listening. Uh, I've got some feedback that I saw on Twitter, people listening. So glad you like these episodes and hopefully we'll make this an annual tradition for Christmas uh, going through these catalogs as a lot of people do. So thanks everybody for subscribing and listening and have a Merry Christmas. Hey, Santa Claus, hey, Santa Claus, hey, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, hey.